Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in marketing and how to use their podcast to generate leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited that you're here. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs. I'm here today with Amy Damone. Amy is a business and mindset strategist for virtual assistants and other done-for-you service providers who want to scale to 5K income months and create a long-standing, sustainable online business. Amy's areas of expertise are vast, having experience in marketing plans, sales funnels, webinars, customer service, membership websites, and so much more. They don't call her not your average virtual assistant for nothing. Today, she supports two VIP clients in marketing and tech while coaching virtual assistants and online service providers to create a business that seriously rocks. Check her out at amydamone.com. So I'm super excited to have Amy here to chat today all about the ins and outs of what's working with her podcast. So let's just dive right in. Hey, Amy, welcome to the show. I'm super excited that you're here and I cannot wait to chat all about podcasting with you. So before we dive into this episode, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just how you got started doing it all. Hey, thanks for having me on the podcast. And uh, it just always feels so weird when I'm on the other end of these things. So I'm excited to jump in, but I am a virtual assistant turned marketing operations specialist for Um, well, right now, one VIP client, and she works in real estate coaching. So I've always worked in the coaching industry, and I now work in this little niche market of it. But I'm also a podcaster and a course creator and coach for virtual assistants and done-for-you service providers. So that's that's pretty much me in a in a in a sentence. (laughs) Hey, I mean, you're you're doing a lot of different things, so that's really cool. Yeah, thanks so much for being here today. So let's just kind of dive in straight up. Like, why did you start your podcast and how long have you been podcasting for? So I've been podcasting for just over a year and a half now. I'm trying to think when I did my first. I know I batched it. I would say closer to two years. Um, The podcast um, started because I I knew I needed to get content out there and I'm a bit of a Ooh, excuse me. I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to writing because I come from a writing background. So I was like for, I was experiencing a lot of blocks with that. It was really hard for me to be consistent with my blog content. And I was like, you know what, let's make it easy on me. Let's do something that's not writing. So, um, I'm an only child. I've always been the center of attention. So being a podcast host wasn't a big jump for me. And, um, yeah, so I kind of just wanted to, uh, release different types of content. And I also like from a real, like honest perspective, I just want to help a lot of virtual assistants out there. I had a really hard time when I built my business from the beginning and I struggled a lot and I went through a lot of like horrible crap and, but also like really beautiful experiences. And I want to be able to uh, help other people that are in the same situation as me. So that's the, the, the real meaning, but also because I was not enjoying blog writing. <laughs> I think a lot of people say that, like they were just like not feeling their blog anymore. And it's funny because that was my foundation too. Like obviously most of us probably all start blogging because podcasting 
just became more popular over the past couple of years. It wasn't like, you know, you had that weird app on your phone and you didn't know what it was for. Yeah, exactly. was on it. <laughs> I tried to delete it back in the day because it's like, why is this taking up space? I don't use it. But then Apple was like, no, you can't delete this. It's like <laughs> part of her operating system. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, well, I didn't because then I wouldn't have known about the wonderful world of podcasting. But yeah, blogging is just one of those things like you either love it or you hate it. And I really loved it for a really long time. But then I just kind of fell out of the habit because I, you know, I didn't always have things to say right written wise. Like I have a lot yeah. to say verbally, but written wise, not so much. And it's funny because like I would take like random hiatuses from blogging like an entire month and then I'd come back and then I'd take another month off and I'd come back. And with podcasting, I've literally never taken a break. Like I think I took a planned break um, during the holidays because I was like, no one's going to be listening anyway. They're going to be spending time with their family. But other than that, I haven't taken a single break. And that is just really weird because with blogging, I was like on a roller coaster, like one, I'd be really consistent and then I wouldn't. Um, but with podcasting, it hasn't been hard to be consistent. It's been really interesting um, that I came from like being pretty inconsistent and at the end of things with blogging to like now never missing an episode. So I think it's just one of the things that's just a lot. It's a different medium, but it's it's more casual and more fun. So I think it's easier to crank out episodes versus like writing because you feel like you have to write like formally. So you're, you know, you're able to get some SEO juice and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. It's just, I don't know. I love, it's just so for like what you said is informal and it's very conversational and I really like that. And I learn best that way. So I feel like that's also where I would shine because that's how I learn. So I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I feel that. I love that. And I, I just like being able to be casual and like kind of like, you know, be someone's like talking like one-on-one with the best friend. That's what I like for my show. I feel like, and that's like the style of podcast that I like to listen to. Um, obviously I like true crime too, which you do not feel like you're talking to your best friend, but that's the story for another day. But <laughs> Um, podcasting is just such a cool medium and I'm like so happy that, you know, I started my podcast like, you know, almost two years ago because I don't know what I would be doing if it wasn't for that. But yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So what kind of format do you have on your podcast? Are you doing like interviews, solos, or a mix of both? Yeah, I do a mix of both. I find the interview ones where I actually have to connect with people much easier yeah. to be um sometimes the solo ones are a little uh let's just call it weak but it's because I feel like there's so much power in that connection when you have that interview and especially when there's alternative views or just another way of explaining something it's super powerful for the listener so I like to mix it up because also like I know not everybody learns the same way or likes the same style and I want to you know appeal to the general like a larger population Totally. Yeah. I think, I think that I feel the same way. Like guest interviews are so much easier to do than the solo one. Cause like really once you come to questions, um, then it's just more like a conversation versus like the solo one. Sometimes I feel like I'll write out like an outline and a script. And then I think it's going to be like 15 minutes and it ends up being like five because I talk way <laughs> faster when I'm by myself for some reason. <laughs> And then I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, that was a five minute episode, but it could have been like 15 easily if I just slowed my Took breath. a breath. Yeah, I do that too. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> right. You get like so excited, but also like 
it's kind of like nervous because you're like, oh, I'm not even talking to anyone. I'm basically talking to myself. So I want to talk really fast so I can get this over with. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. At least that's my experience. But yeah, I, I completely feel that. It's nice to have like a mix of the two so that you can um, kind of give people different perspectives and stuff. And then how often do you put out the new episodes? Do you do it weekly, like twice a month? How is that? I do it weekly every Friday. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's a good consistent path because then you're just like okay it's every single friday it's coming out people know what to expect they're not like wait wasn't she supposed to put on an episode today you know those kind of things and i felt like with my blog it was supposed to be like every single tuesday and then i would like skip tuesday and then people like started like falling off that were actually really engaged because it was like well she's not putting out content so i'm not going to continue going to see it it's there because it's not there you know so yeah exactly yeah I think I think being consistent with your schedule and like having a day like here's the day that I release new episodes helps you stay consistent and helps your audience know what to expect. Yeah, hundred percent. The only thing I would say though is like I I see this and I've had a few conversations with people that are starting. I'm thinking about doing podcasts. Is I 100% agree consistency is key, but if for any reason like you just you're overwhelmed, you can't keep up with it, it's better to release it than to not release it because I played in, I, I used to think that, and I would exactly what you said, I'd miss one day and I'd be like, uh Oh, like I can't, I can't release it now cause it's not the Tuesday. So now I got to wait or, um, or something like that. And I felt like I just kept putting it off sometimes cause I'd be like a little embarrassed. So I yeah. wish I would have just posted it, but anyways, um, that's what I would say. What what made you pick Friday? Is there like a significance to that day, or um, honestly, it's because, and this is embarrassing, and I'm actually gonna talk about um what has failed in my podcast right now because I feel like it makes sense of what we're talking about. So, um, so the biggest failure like that I've had in my podcast was like the inconsistency in the days and like not being able to like really like be like okay it's gonna be done uh there's like a lot of mindset stuff that was going on and like i worked through it and we're good now but um the one thing was that all my podcasts had always come out on tuesday Mm -hmm. and i was like okay it's gonna be tuesday because like monday tuesday makes sense like start of the business week everything's gonna be good and then i just i was i got angry i didn't release some like a episode for two months and then I like sat myself down and was like, okay, Amy, like we're, you're going to stop this right now and you're going to get your stuff together and you're going to commit to it. So what do you need to do in order to feel fresh and like it's, you're rejuvenated and like what happened or like what would need to happen? So what I did was I completely rebranded the podcast and then I also switched days mm-hmm. and it was called in my head. I haven't said this to anyone. It was called Fresh Friday. So it was like, okay, you're starting off fresh. You're starting off new. So that's the real reason that I release it on Friday. There's no real strategic reason at all. It's just uh, all mindset stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's really cool though, because like a lot of people don't release shows on Friday. I've seen like most people stick to like Monday, Tuesday, um, not very many Wednesdays either. And then there's definitely some Thursdays and then not very many Fridays as well. So it's interesting. And I think that's kind of cool because then, you know, if people are wanting to listen, there aren't as many episodes released on Friday typically. Um, so that you're not like competing with all the other people on someone's like feed. <laughs> exactly. And another reason that I thought is cause like my core market is like virtual assistants, done for you service providers. Like they're the people that are working every single day. And Friday is kind of like the chill day, at least how I've always taken my business where like, oh, maybe I'll watch a YouTube video and like listen to some podcasts and like, just take it like, I would really honestly build my business on Fridays instead of work for my clients. So it just made sense to me. 
as well. So I feel like you have to like suss out your audience a bit, but I feel like for me, it definitely works, but I could see like so many other people where it just like wouldn't like based on what type of industry they're in, it just might not work, you know? Totally. That makes sense. I mean, I know like, for example, I listen to Sword and Scale, which is like a true crime podcast and they release on Sunday, which is really cool because like you wouldn't think people would release on Sunday, but then, you know, you think about the people who Sundays are their like chill day and maybe that's what they want to do. Like listen to a new episode of a true crime podcast. Um, I mean, I feel like business wise, it'd be kind of weird to release on a Sunday because like doing business stuff, but like a casual fun podcast like that can definitely release like on a weekend. and not Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you were able to share like a failure with your podcast, but, um, do you have anything that's working best or you find that's working best in your podcast right now? This can be like anything like, you know, just your, recording schedule or that you batch or whatever yeah um I would say a few things and like the first one would be the fact that I batch and I like put everything on Thursday so all my podcasts um also when I record it's a Thursday when recording this is all done on Thursday so I'm always in the podcast mode I do intro calls for my podcast So I have like a two-step I have the intro and then I have the interview so all those happen on the same day um I'm allow up to like a certain amount I can't remember off the top of my head but like four meetings maybe per day and then I'm able to focus on that and what I do is I am a solo um, producer of my podcast so I do everything myself so I uh, make sure every interview that I record on the day I put it into final draft day of, or final like copy day of. So everything that's associated with it, the show notes, all that stuff, it's all done the day that I record the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this is me just making sure that I don't fail. So um, that's, that's the best thing that's working for me right now. But I will say one more thing is that I started my podcast, just women and women. And mm-hmm. I, it was really wonderful and I loved it. But what I've done is I've noticed that there was like a big, um, gap in my industry where like there weren't that many men that were con- that considered themselves as virtual assistants, online service providers, social media manager people yeah. that had like an audience to go to because it's very heavily influenced, at least in my experience, by like stay at home moms, which is amazing. But that's not really a great identity like to connect with if you are like a 28 year old web developer, right? Like there's disconnect there. So um, I've kind of switched it up a bit and added more um, male guests as well as um, more mindset that uh, also like most of my mindset that I talk about is uh, for everyone but there are some like stuff that's specific to women just based on like society and all that stuff but I've also included like more men topics as well so um, that little pivot in my business has been really wonderful and it's also just made me a better podcast host because I'm stretching my uh, skill set and I I like that so yeah I love that I think I think batching is really great and that's something a lot of people do talk about how it's been really beneficial for them and it's been beneficial for me personally as well um I recently switched from like recording every single Thursday with people to doing like a period of like two weeks so mm, yeah things so I'm like recording like for two weeks straight and hopefully they get like 20 episodes out of that and then when I get like kind of closer to the, oh, we're close to hitting the 20, um, then I'll record another week or two to kind of get more episodes out there. So um, that's kind of how I'm doing it now. And it's been working pretty good, but um, we'll see if that's something I can sustain long-term. Hopefully it is. Um, I mean, it's kind of weird because I'm like having to 
you know, do podcasts and then go back to client work, um, you know, all, all the two weeks. But mm-hmm. I think it's only, it's such, it's only a two week period versus like every single Thursday, like I was doing. Um, and I love the fact that you're bringing on like men and stuff. That was something I was pretty opposed to too. When I had, obviously you guys know, I rebranded everything with my business and now the podcast is under a new brand name as well. Um, so I didn't have men on beforehand and that wasn't really, it wasn't, wasn't intentional but it wasn't not intentional either it was just mm, yeah. I connected better with women and you know there was tons of men marketers out there um that had men on their show so I was just kind of there's a place for them um but now that I'm doing this new focus of talking to podcasters not every podcaster is a female so I'm definitely going to have some men on my show as well but that's not something I was expecting, I wasn't expecting this change in general, but I wasn't anticipating ever having men. So I think that's really interesting. And I think it's a, a good way to kind of mix things up and get a different perspective because men do have different perspectives than women on a lot of topics too. Yeah. And there's different societal pressures too. Like we'll never, well, I mean, we can kind of understand, I'm going to go real deep, like, you know, the masculinity issue and like the toxicity and that and stuff like that. And that's, you know, if, that's a, it's nothing I can really talk about, but like when I talk to men about that and we, you know, how it affects your business because the macho thing and all that, like, that's just something like us as women, we can't, we can talk about it, but it's not a known experience. So I feel like it's better to, you know, have that delivered by someone who's gone through that struggle. Totally. 100%. That's great. Yeah. So where do you find that you're getting your listeners from? I know like, podcast hosts don't make it easy. Like you're just like, Oh cool. This person came from like Spotify or something, but like, where do you feel like you're getting those people from like social media or your blog or whatever? Yeah, I'd say probably. So I am on anchor. So that means it distributes to like every single solitary platform. So I mean, I cast a very wide net, Um, but I would say, I would say mostly my social media, uh, Instagram, because I created, I oh, I have my own personal Instagram account, but I also created and actively grow, although not as much, my podcast account. So I do have two and they feed into each other because it says like, I'm the host and you know, all that stuff in the description. So I feel like probably mostly Instagram. Um, also my business Facebook page. I do a lot of uh, podcast um, promotion on that. That's kind of like my go-to to just shamelessly promote myself. So I'd say those two, I don't really email. I, I feel like people would frown upon this, but I don't know why I don't do it, but I don't email my email list, my podcasts. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's an extra email that like most people don't want to receive. I wouldn't want to receive it. You know, like I let them know that I have it, but that's kind of it. I'm just like, Hey, you don't want it. That's cool. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I have like a specific list for my like people who opted in to get like, yeah. emails. So those people will get it. And then I'll, I'll usually send it to my journal list, but I do have like a little, like, if you want to stay on the list, but don't want to get these emails, they can opt out of those specific emails. So some people have taken advantage of that. So that's been fine too. So my whole list is getting them unless they like click that, um, which I mean, I'm giving them the option to opt out. So um, I don't feel like I'm being that like annoying with them. And I only send them. Yeah, because they're asking for it. Like I, I'm just too lazy to say. You know, <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. I get it. Yeah. So- Another, another step. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's a lot of people have said Instagram. I think that's big for me too. Um, and I think Pinterest is starting to pick up like only when I don't use 
graphics that look like podcast episodes. (laughs) So actually, I want to talk about that because you gave me that advice. You were like, as long as your Pinterest stuff doesn't look like it's a podcast icon, it'll be like, people will click it. And I feel like I've gotten some like Pinterest people. I haven't really been on Pinterest lately, but like, I feel like I have gotten when I've changed around the icon. So I noticed there was like an increase in uh, listenership. Is that the word? Um, and I was like, I didn't do anything different other than that. So it right, made- <laughs> right. It's <laughs> like I attribute it with the podcast because it's like I don't really know. Like you'll just see a spike in downloads, and you're like, okay, I wasn't a guest on someone else's show recently. Um, I didn't put out a new episode, so where the heck did these people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh. it's, it's a mystery. Like most of the time, I can attribute it to being a new episode released on that day or like I was recently guest on someone else's show where I mentioned my show but sometimes it's just like a spike of like 200 downloads in a day and I'm like where did these people come from like I didn't have a new episode I didn't I wasn't a guest in the past couple days I just and it's hard impossible to track so hopefully in the future they can like implement some kind of feature where you can tell like where this spike came from, kind of yeah. like analytics. I've talked about this in every single episode that I've recorded this week. <laughs> I need this feature. It would help not only the podcasters themselves, but me because I, you know, I'd be able to report that to my clients and stuff and say, oh, you've got like an increase from here. Like, let's do more of this kind of thing. But right now I'm just like, I don't really know. You got an increase, but we don't know where that came from. So not very helpful. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we'll get there at some point. As you said, like, I feel like so many people are like, oh, podcasts are over. I'm like, no, like, we're at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I hope to just have figured out my voice by the time it really booms, you know? Like, this is just practice right now. Yeah, right? I'm, like, super stoked. It's it's so good to get on the platform, like, now versus, like, you know, in a year or two when it's going to be so oversaturated. It's going to be super hard to find. And I know iTunes and, or Apple Podcasts now is trying to make it easier to find. I, I heard that they're going to do some kind of like search where you can find like, I don't know, you can search certain words and you can pull up people's show notes. I don't know how that's going to work. They haven't like actually released anything about it yet, but I think that'll be interesting and it'll help more, get more people to your podcast. Cause right now it's kind of hard to find people on Apple podcasts, unless you know the actual like name or they're like one of the top 200 business podcasts or whatever in their niche. Um, you know, otherwise, other than that, it's like really hard to find unless you know their name. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Cool. Um, so when you have those listeners to your show, how do you, what do you do to kind of convert them into clients or customers? Do you have like ad segments or do you mention like your products or services within your podcast or how does that work for you? Yeah. So I'm going to be really honest. I don't convert them into clients and customers. Um, no, because again, like for me, I, I am lucky to be able to, cause a lot of people don't have this skill sometimes. Wow. I'm just talking myself up, but, um, I'm able to see like where I want to be. And I, I, I knew I wasn't ready to like get into selling with them, but I was like, by the time I'm ready, I'm going to have lost a year and a half or two years of producing content. So my thing is to like, okay, like get comfortable with the platform, get really find my voice and figure everything out. And then like get into motion to really start trying to convert, um, my listeners into clients and customers. That being said, I do convert them into leads. Um, so I do a lot of like promo for like my freebies or like my YouTube channel and things like that. So, well, maybe not a lot, but I do some promo for it. So I would say that people do come to my, like my email system through that. Cause I am still old school. Like my email list is God. 
So like, that's what I'm focused on. So, um, that's good, but, uh, it's just by giving them like, cause I'm doing freebie stuff. It's just like being like, here's even more content and value from me. So, um, I think it's super important as long as you're giving your clients and your customers what you need. Mm -hmm. Once they come to like, once they come to trust you, like they'll want to buy from you if you're selling, right? Like a lot of people don't sell on podcasts, but I've only experienced through my clients anyway, like spectacular results that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think even getting them on your email list, that is a conversion, whether it's, they may not be a client or a customer, but they could be down the line, getting them Mm -hmm. some kind of action that is like that, even joining their, your Facebook group, you have one, that would be a conversion. Cause a lot of people literally just have these passive listeners that don't ever get the chance to interact with them. Cause they're not talking about their email list. They're not talking about their Facebook group. They're not talking about any of their products or services. So the, like, the person on the other end listening doesn't really have any way to like get in touch with them. Cause obviously reviews on Apple podcasts are like one side. You can't really do anything about those. And you can't really like, unless you're telling people about the ways that they can get in touch with you then they're not going to do it. So I think even just getting them on your email list, that's, that's a conversion and that's good enough to me. I mean, Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of people like don't, they kind of complain about how they're not turning them into customers, but they're not actually trying to. So you're like, I'm like, well, like this is where you have to be like, Hey, sign up for my freebie. Like, it's really not that hard. Like it's a 10 second like section. So, um, yeah, like I, uh, I definitely know that it's like, it's amazing. And like, I'm all about connection for me. And like, right now I'm just trying to build like a social media following. That sounds so lame. I can't believe I just said that, but like, it's really working for me and I'm super happy. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as that's working and you're not like, you don't feel like you're missing out on anything and like, you're kind of missing the boat by not promoting anything, then that's perfectly fine. At least you're like getting people on your list. Like I said, there's some. Yeah, exactly. So when I want to sell, they'll be like, yes. right, they're there. They're there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have some kind of way to get in contact with them. So many people just don't have a way to get in contact with other people other than like talking to them on the podcast, but they don't do anything after that. And it's like, well, why? Like no one's going to be mad if you talk about your free um, five day challenge or whatever on your podcast. Like no one's going to be mad about that. You're not like putting in like random ads about HelloFresh or something you'll be fine yeah exactly yeah that's so many so many of those (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's the one that popped in my head I'm like oh I hear that a lot um but yeah so how do you feel like you retain listenership for your podcast is there anything that you do to kind of make people want to come back for more each week um I would say three things um again I'm really bad at giving myself like props so this is hard for me to say but um, I would say I'm like pretty comedic in my talking and I find that a lot of people are like my people are really receptive to that because I take the like the heaviness out of a lot of the situations because it's normal but there's still heaviness to it right so uh because I get I I do a lot of mindset uh conversations in my on my podcast but other than that what I do um time and time again is I ask my people what they want to hear so they tell me if they want to learn about Facebook ads I go find a Facebook ads person if they want to know what a welcome packet is I either do a solo episode or I find someone awesome that you know has gotten success or has seen success with that or whatever. Um, I think it's important to, obviously you're promoting yourself and you've got to be strategic with your calendar, but to have that ability to be able to go out and pull your audience and be like, what do you want to hear? Because they're the ones that are sustaining the listenership, right? So like, 
if you're not delivering it to them, like they're going to fall off. So easiest way, just ask them and then do what they say. Yeah, I agree with that completely. And that's something I'm not very good at. I'm like, oh, this is like all the topics that appeared in my inbox. And that sounds like something they probably would like, but I don't ever really ask them, which obviously now it's going to be different because it's just like, uh, like, you know, if you're there, you want to learn about podcasts. And yeah, exactly. Um, but I used to share like about Facebook ads one time with a guest. And then the next time it was about mindset. And then I also shared about SEO. So, I mean, there was, there was something for everyone, but now like, Obviously, it's just like if you want to learn about podcasting, come here. And it's way more direct and way easier in the long run because they know what they're there for. It's not going to be something that they're not interested in week over week. Exactly. And I'm going to like for my examples or for my like own experience is like I'm a mindset and business strategist. So I talk about like the statistics and like all the really like data driven results. But then I also do mindset. And my understanding of who I was like talking with was like more heavy on the strategy. So I was doing a lot of strategy, but it turned out that like most of them are still stuck in the mindset stage. So like I was able to then switch it. So it's still what like is within my wheelhouse hundred percent, but it's able to be like, okay, they're actually needing more of this that I'm still fully versed in. So let me like do like three to one instead of the other way around kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's just really important to listen to what they want because obviously you don't want to start thinking your downloads like a plummet. Like you're saying, yeah, exactly. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It's like, you see like, okay, one day you had like, you know, 70 downloads on launch day or something, say that's what it was. And then like the next week you only have like 30 because people are as interested in that topic. Um, You know, just kind of like being able to take, use the analytics to make the different topics that you feel like are resonating with your people versus just like, eh, I'm just going to continue to put out whatever I want because that's just not a good experience for anyone. Um, I guess just you (laughs) because you're putting out what you want, but your audience is like, eh, not very interested in this. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what is your favorite tool that you use in your business and bonus points if it helps you with your podcast in any way? Okay. So I'm going to say two things and one of them is going to be the dumbest tool, but I love it so much. And it's Gmail. Um, I'm like an email person and I organize everything by my email. Like my life is my email. So I love it because it's so, um, like, and everybody uses it. So I know that's a lame answer, but the other one is Trello. Uh, I like it because it's free and I'm a visual, like I'm very, the way that Trello is built is how my brain thinks. So it works really well uh, for me and it's free and all that stuff. But I, um, I have a very uh, step-by-step process because as I said earlier, like I'm the only one doing the podcast stuff. So you'd think after 40 or 50 episodes, you'd remember everything that you need, but you really don't because there's a lot. So I have, I'm able to track it and make sure everything's done and see like the percentage of like how much we're releasing that one podcast and its entirety has like completed and things like that. So it's also my content calendar because you have like the, I forget what it's called, like the power up or whatever. So you're able to have a calendar as well. So it just, it works like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I think having that is really important, especially as podcasters, because like you said, there's tons of moving parts and even though you feel like you've done so many episodes, there's things that you forget. Like I have someone who does my podcast and um, she does the show notes and stuff, but even so I just have the checklist there for her and she marks it off every single week. These are things like little things you can forget, like, you know, fixing the website URL to say like episode, whatever, versus like EP, whatever, you know, because 
yeah, just little things like that. It's just you forget, even though it's something you've been doing for weeks and weeks and weeks and months and years, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's that's really good to have some kind of project management tool, whether that's like Trello or Airtable or what I use is ClickUp and Airtable actually. Everyone's all about ClickUp lately. I yeah. haven't been able to go to it because I just love Trello so much. But Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I, I converted probably back in January officially. I learned about it in like November of last year. But yeah, it's it's one of those things you're like, whoa, this is really powerful. It's really cool. I used to be on Asana, so um, oh, yeah, I hate yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those things. But yeah, ClickUp's like a nice like you can switch between boards and list and calendar um, without actually having to like have a different board. You can literally just mm -hmm. gotcha. It's a pretty cool feature. There's tons of other things, but yeah, it's just really it's really cool. Um, awesome. And then lastly, what is your current favorite podcast? It doesn't have to be a business focused podcast, but just one that you always find yourself listening to. Um, honestly, this is so lame. I don't really listen to podcasts anymore. And it's because I'm, well, well this will connect, I guess. I'm a huge, huge, huge Gary Vaynerchuk fan like in a like on a like I'm a fan girl like you see there they exist and like the guys too um and he's all about like you know stop consuming and just start creating so I'm really trying to get in that head frame so I've really disconnected from all that stuff however I moved across the country in um I live in Canada by the way um but uh across the country in December of last year so like seven months ago and I it was a 30-hour drive and I listened to his podcast the entire time so <laughs> I would say his but yeah, um, but yeah. yeah I, I, I'm in the same camp I mean I still have a couple that I listen to certain episodes with um and then I will listen to my clients episodes just to support them yeah. um but yeah I'm in the same camp I mostly listen to now like more fun podcasts like true crime or like you know, the bachelor bachelorette ones, because those are just like fun. I'm not really learning anything. I'm not consuming like content that is going to make me decide that tomorrow I'm going to completely change my business and start a new thing. Um, you know, things like yeah, that. You run the risk when you listen to right. podcasts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I like, I listen to a podcast. I'm like, oh my God, I need to host this webinar because this XYZ person told me so. I mean, I'm not as bad as I used to be, but like when I first started listening to podcasts and I was like new in business, I would like completely change what I thought I needed to do because xyz guru told me i needed to do it and um, i don't fall into that trap anymore but i definitely used to so um yeah i've kind of thinned out what i listen to as well um i still have my go-to's but yeah definitely not as frequent as i used to because yeah if you get stuck in that content consumption like phase you it's hard to get out of oh yeah i was stuck there for a real long time yeah, you get it's like very comforting too it's very nice you have a very soothing voice on the other end telling you that you're going to be amazing by doing all these things right. why ever do it you just get that <laughs> you just enjoy it <laughs> right and, you're, and then you're just like oh wait and then you get like kind of analysis paralysis and you're like yeah yeah exactly. not a lot of people don't like they have great business ideas that they don't start because they listen to too many podcasts or read too many blogs or watch too many youtube videos and get stuck in that like consumption phase and don't actually like take any action so obviously we don't want you to do that we want you to go out there and um start your business or whatever that is but yeah i think podcasts can be good but just 
know your limits. <laughs> it's all, I mean, I'm obviously going to bring it back. It's just mindset. It's just a form of procrastination. It's not podcast. It's, it's everything, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't want to like down, we're like, we're talking about all these, how great it is. And we're like, yeah, but then it's like, you get, it's not just podcast. It's no, like, yeah. You could procrastinate watching like real housewives or something too it's not it's not just podcast so yeah just i mean the plus side is it's audio so you can really you can multitask with podcasts. yeah exactly you can't really do that with a blog or video that's not that's one of my favorite things about podcasting because it's like people can listen to you on the go on their terms um but with like video and blog reading you really have to be like engrossed in what you're doing because if you shut your phone while you're watching a youtube video it doesn't play any longer which is not the case for a podcast they continue playing even if it's on the screen and start so. yeah exactly cool and then just let us know where we can find you so your podcast name your website your social channels all that good stuff yeah for sure so my podcast is called the virtually free uh, podcast and uh, that you it's pretty if you google virtually free it's the first thing that comes up um, and then you can find me on social media amy.demone and uh, yeah that's pretty much it it's, I'm all over the place I love Instagram it's my favorite so awesome well I will link everything in the show notes so that the listeners can go check it out and thank you so much for being here I really enjoyed talking to you yeah, it was great. I'm so happy that I was able to contribute. And hopefully people that are thinking about starting a podcast will uh, go ahead and do it. Exactly. Yeah. Podcasting is great, guys. Definitely, definitely do it if you haven't already. But yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvypodcastingforentrepreneurs.com slash episode 117. Make sure to join the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and so much more. See you next time. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave a review. You can find us at SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community. See you in the next episode.